Welcome to the Being Human Podcast, the podcast that asks the question, whether through ancient wisdom, philosophy, or religion, how do we navigate through the 21st century whilst maintaining our humanity? I'm your host, Chris Lewis, and on today's episode, I'll be discussing Thanksgiving. Hello, fellow humans. Happy Thanksgiving, the one day that it's socially acceptable to overconsume food, to completely gluttonize, I don't even know if that's a word, but to completely gluttonize, eat way too much food and pass out on the couch. I mean, that's how I roll at least. Maybe you do too. But anyways, so turkey, yams, stuffing, cream corn, all the different green bean casseroles, all the different foods. What else do they got? Oh, pumpkin pie. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Apple pie, all the all the all the pies, right? So, anyways, happy Thanksgiving. It's a beautiful day. It's actually for me as I'm recording this, it is not Thanksgiving Day. I'm recording this on Saturday, my last Saturday off for the next two months. Because I'm a package car driver, I have to work during the holidays and have to work more, which hey, I'm not complaining. I'm definitely thankful for that. So let's get into it. So Thanksgiving has very complex, very complicated origins, specifically in the United States. Now, I'm not here to get into that. As a matter of fact, this isn't even why I'm doing the podcast today. The topic really is Thanksgiving, but not so much the holiday, but as a principle, as a practice. So if you're interested in more of the complexities, the oppression, the murder, the killing, and all the violence, and all the... And, and the establishing of a, a country. <laughs> yeah, go check out cynicsandsaints.com. We'll be posting an episode. Hopefully we can record it this week. I'm hoping, but I'm making a promise to you now that may not be fulfilled. So hopefully we are able to get it done. We might have to record it late. I might be super tired, whatever. I have a short, well, not even a shorter week. I work three days and have Thursday off. I'll go back to work Friday. Anyways, so... Yes, check out the Knicks and Saints podcast. That's where we're going to discuss more of the the history, the complexity, the issues with the pilgrims and the indigenous peoples who lived in what we now call the United States. Wasn't called that before, right? But anyways, go check that out. So if if you're interested, go check that out. It's going to be hopefully it's going to be fun because I take more of a I don't know what you would say, center left approach. I, I I do lean more left. My friend Luke leans more right. Very pro America. Like, but what does that even mean? That's a whole other thing too. You know, being pro American, being I don't even know what that means. Now that I'm saying, I don't even know what that means. It's confusing me now. Now I got to think about that. Now I got to work through that before we do that podcast. Anyways, the point is. How did this whole thing start? So it was a celebration for the harvest, right? It was a way of giving thanks to the deity, the divine God, right? The very oh God, such an interesting word, right? It's it. God doesn't mean God could be anything essentially. So you know, for the who was it? Like the early, the early founding fathers, right? Those guys, they worshipped. God very seemed very generalized, especially 
considering many of them are Epicureans, which lean a lot heavily on the that God created all things, but yet he left it to itself. Now he has no real interaction or relationship with his with creation. There's those who believe that. Whether in Epicureanism comes from Greek, right? From Greece. It's like from or I don't know about from Greece. I know the Stoics were but anyways, the point is, yeah, I got into Stoicism for a minute too, but and I still enjoy many Stoicism. But the point is they worshiped Greek gods and there was many gods and depending on what philosophical school you sat in, you believed in the many or you believed that there is one, but that was that he he or she or the divine was manifested in many different forms or attributes. And that's how we related to the divine point is, I don't know why I'm going there. Oh, I, I know why I'm going there because that's why the early pilgrims who were, I'm guessing were Protestant, I'm guessing, right? I could be completely wrong about this. I didn't do that much research really at all on the subject because that's not really what I'm here to talk about anyways. I don't even know why I'm going around about this. But yeah, it's being thankful for the harvest that came in. Complex history, problematic. Listen to Cynics and Saints podcast. We should have that up on Monday, which means that if you're listening to this today, that means it's already out. So go check it out. Anyways, so growing up with Thanksgiving, yeah, as 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 a kid, I remember dressing up as Indians, as pilgrims, and all the kids got together and we ate food, right? That was kind of our getting ready for our our Thanksgiving with our families and things of that nature, which were great. You know, my mom cooked most of the food. I'm sure she'll appreciate that I'm giving her cred for that, giving her some credit because <laughs> uh, she made killer food. It's very enjoyable. And I, my dad carved the turkey. My dad's an expert carver. He's a great barbecuer too. Point is, I had fun Thanksgivings. We all got together, like our families were all together, we're eating together and just having conversations, talking about whatever we wanted to talk about. Hopefully it wasn't something divisive, at least I don't remember a lot of arguments growing up. Thanksgiving was always great. We watched movies together. We passed out on the couch together. So Thanksgiving overall as a holiday was always very enjoyable for me. As an adult though, I mean, it, I was married for five years, so... I've had some very awkward Thanksgivings, very awkward with my ex-in-laws, soon-to-be ex-in-laws. That was very bizarre. That's, I don't know if I want to get into that because, not because I'll offend them. I really don't care. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, what can you do? It's not that I don't care about them and their well-being. It's it. yeah, those are some really messy Thanksgivings. Very passive-aggressive, very... Um, so much tension and childhood, like undealt with childhood trauma. So much, it was just, it wasn't, and I would try to make the most of it by talking with people, just trying to get to know family and friends and things like that. And I felt like I was always the weird one out. Maybe I was like too optimistic and I'm not even an optimistic person. I'm usually pessimist, but a pessimist, I guess there's gotta be a scale for that or whatever. So anyways, so growing up, yeah, it's uh, Thanksgiving's kind of gone through its own phases and things of that of that nature. I know growing up as well with the Bible, right? That Israel's history was is filled with feasts, and specific specifically three feasts that had to do with uh, where every Jew had to go to Jerusalem to enjoy, uh, uh, well, enjoy community 
and relationship with each other as well as with Yahweh, which that's what the feasts were meant for, to remember those things in which God provided for them, right? So there's the supernatural element of it where God liberated them from Egypt. That's the Passover. And then you got tabernacles. They stayed, or I think it's Sukkoth. But anyways, I don't know the, the Jewish names. Point is, I know them, but I don't know them. Anyways, I don't want to go that route. Anyway, so there's, so you have the the three different feasts where all Jews had to attend, and they were practically celebrating harvest, whether wheat, grape, agriculture, whatever, whatever it was, they were celebrating those feasts for that specific harvesting. I don't, I'm not an agriculturalist. I have no idea what is celebrated when the point is this, this concept of Thanksgiving is ancient and it, and it probably goes even beyond the origins of Israel, right? It probably goes all the way back where people thank the deities, they offered sacrifices and things of that nature. And it's always, as far as history and maybe even prehistory, this is something that's occurred and, and existed for a really long time, being thankful to the gods or to God or whatever you want to say, whatever deity you're, you're praying to or, or desiring to propitiate and, and create this relationship, this favorable relationship between humanity and the divine. Okay, so what I want to get to really about Thanksgiving is, but before I get to Thanksgiving, I got to get to the place of what happens when we're not thankful? What is the number one thing that really exudes from our very essence and being if we are not thankful, if we don't have gratitude? Complacency, right? We all do it. I've probably done it today. I've done it this week for sure. But complacency, it's interesting. Complainers, people who complain a lot, usually they don't, they don't attract people for the right reasons. They usually push people away. Most of us avoid. Most people, I would say, avoid. I've watched people avoid people who complain a lot. They're like, I don't talk to that, I don't talk to that guy. I don't talk to that person. Why? They complain. That's all they do is complain. Um, sometimes I find myself attracted to complainers either because one, they complain more than I do. They make me feel good about myself or it's entertaining <laughs> and it just makes me laugh a bit to see how angry and frustrated they are. But that's not good, right? Usually the empathetic, compassionate part of me goes, okay, how can I help this guy or how can I help this person and kind of take the, give them some respite from the stress and the anxiety, make them laugh, do something stupid, say something dumb, whatever. Um, but anyways, complainers, most people are repelled by them, be honest. And most people probably don't like me if I'm complaining and I don't blame them. They're like, oh God, I don't want to hear this guy's problems because honestly, my problems aren't even as bad as the other person who has to hear me complain. They're like, why is this guy complaining? It, anyways, so Thanksgiving, a principle for life, truly. Something we should be doing every day when we get up and throughout the day and in the evenings, being thankful, having this gratitude, this appreciation, right? So meditating on life's great privileges and wonders, those things if we do them, we'll actually help and help stave and keep away the complacency. Being appreciative of what we got, right? Like I got my health. I can walk. I got my legs. Not everyone can walk. Uh, I got my my hearing. I got my voice. Not everyone has a voice. Not everyone can hear. You know, like there's people 
who wish they could do a lot of things, but can't because they're, you know, disabled and they don't have certain anyways. Point being is even just for your own health and well-being, it's like, well, I have this. It's like, yeah, but you can still function in society fairly well. And just being thankful for that's enough or being thankful you're alive that you can even experience that experience. So anyways, I have a roof over my head. Thankful for that. I'm thankful for my job. Got a great job. Can't complain. I got things. I got, I got, you know, money in the bank to pay my bills. I'm not struggling extremely hard. So there's so much to be thankful. I have, oh my gosh. And that's just like the monetary, that's just the, the foundation, right? But that's not even the foundation. I would say like family and friends are more of a foundation, but the point is I got the infrastructure. I got plenty of family that's supportive. I wasn't, I didn't grow up in a home of hostility. Yeah, that's enough to be thankful for because so many people grew up in homes that were very hostile, passive aggressive or aggressive or abusive physically, emotionally, verbally, all kinds of things. It's crazy. And that's very common, extremely common. Then there's blends of unhealthiness and healthy, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, in-betweens and things of that. You know, there's more healthier homes, more you know, where you're, where you're at in the spectrum. And I would consider myself on the spectrum, a relatively healthy home, not perfect by no stretch of the imagination, a lot of lacks yet sure, but a lot of good things too. So point is, um, being thankful for family, I have a family who's been extremely supportive, um, toward me during my divorce. And I also have a lot of friends that are extremely supportive in general with my divorce, but also in general that they're there for me. They call me. That's the reason why this is like my second or third time recording. This is because I got interrupted by phone calls, which is totally cool. It's not even an interruption. It's a welcomed interruption, which is completely, it's nice. It's it's nice to know that I got friends. We can call each other and talk about things and about life and philosophy and family and all kinds of stuff. So I got great friends, tons of friends, and I'm making more friends making new friends, right? Which is a whole other podcast episode because it's extremely hard to make friends, especially in your late thirties. So anyways, super thankful family, friends, a great church community. Yes, I go to church. Um, Do I have thoughts on that and wrestle with that? Absolutely. I wrestle with a lot of things as it pertains to the structure or the the liturgy, right? It's the the methods of worship and praise and the methods in the structure of the services and things like that. Yeah, I wrestle a lot with that stuff. But I love people. And it's nice to be around people that share the foundation of having a relationship with Jesus of Nazareth, right? So that's kind of my tribe. That's my thing. But I'm also very open-minded. So hopefully I can get some people on here that are very different differently thinking people and different religions and beliefs. And I'm very fascinated about anything that can make us better human beings. So the thing about appreciation is it's choosing to see the good in the world. It's easy to point out the evil. It's easy to point out all the po- the, the political environment and the unhealthiness, all the bad things. I mean, oh gosh, this week was a, there was a tragedy in the city of Whittier, a bunch of, uh, sheriff cadets, people that were training, they were going to the, um, uh, what do they call that thing? I don't know. I can't think of, I, I don't know. It's not even that early. I don't know. I can't think of the word, but they, they were training to become police, uh, sheriffs. And unfortunately, a, a, a lot of them, I think it was like in the twenties got injured from somebody literally crashing into, crashing into them, like legitimately. And it was just, it was a tragedy. It's terrible. 
And so when I think about that, you know, my heart goes out to the families, of course, but hopefully, oh man, I can't even think about that. It's just terrible. The point is this, those families are going to have a very, very hard Thanksgiving this year and Christmas, and it's just going to be rough for all those families. My heart goes out to them, pray for them. Um, they were uh, trainees, city of Whittier Sheriff. So if you think about it, if you if it's on your heart, pray for them. You know, pray for their families. They were affected. It's a very serious thing. That's why that's why we have to be thankful and appreciative of what we have, because life we'd never know. We we we're not guaranteed tomorrow. I could be posting this episode today and die a day before it actually is released. You know, like that kind of stuff. It it's it's real. It's very real. So we need the and and, and that's an evil event. That's terrible. It's a tragedy, but. It's easy to see those kinds of events, and those are happening every day around the world. And it's easy to see a lot of evil in the world, but we have to choose to see good and at least hope for the good, right? And may we be the good force in the world. The things we want to see, what is that old Gandhi saying? Everyone quotes it, be the change you want to see in the world, right? It's, we have to be. And the only way we can do that is by choosing to see good and to act upon that. And... Thanksgiving, like being thankful, having gratitude and appreciation for the things that we have and the people that are in our life, those types of things are very helpful towards achieving that trajectory of bringing good into the world. So that's my second point is to be kind and compassionate towards humanity. You never know who we might impact. We don't know. We never know. We could be one act of kindness can change someone's day can change someone's life. We don't know. So the internal aspects of Thanksgiving is more about us choosing to see the good, choosing to be thankful for the people in our lives, for the love that we experience and the love that that's around us, appreciating that which is, uh, yeah, we appreciate those things. We meditate on those things. We think on them. If the divine is to be thanked, then thank the divine. Thank God. Thank whatever religion, thank the universe, those things. Be thankful. And that's an internal choice. That's something that we make inside. But, but that's not where it needs to stop. So hopefully that thought process of, of being thankful, literally just verbally say it. I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful for that. Oh my gosh, I'm breathing and I can breathe clearly. I'm thankful that for that. I'm thankful for the breath of my lungs. I'm thankful for, uh, I'm walking, if I, you know, like, I'm walking down the beach or I'm walking, I'm going for a hike. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like being thankful for these, for these opportunities that we have. And that ought to, ought to be able to help us to have that compassion, to have that kindness towards other people, to be thankful that we have that opportunity to, to be there with them in that moment, in the present moment and showing them kindness and listening to them and being with them. And if need be, giving them something, right? Like giving them of, of what we have, that we, that, you know, whatever that may be. It could be food, it could be a movie, it could be, gosh, whatever. It could be just, yeah, just listening or just, uh, just being present, giving them a hug or telling them I love you, whatever it may be. The thing is, having that thankful heart will help us in order to achieve kindness and, and then to be that force for good in the world. So that would be my encouragement. That's my encouragement for me. That's kind of where 
I'm at too. I'm like, no, I need to be reminded to be thankful, to be appreciative of, of what I, what I've been given. So, and to then pay that forward, right? Like that one movie with Haley Joel Osment. And I think Kevin Spacey's in that, but anyways, it's an older movie. Point is this, what if we are thankful inside in our soul in our heart, then it'll, it will help us at least propel and project that goodness into the world. So what am I thankful for this year? So ironically enough, I am thankful for my difficulties this year. Sounds weird. Sounds bizarre. I'm not like some masochistic. I'm not like some kind of guy that loves pain and pleasure, like gets pleasure from pain and hurting. But the what, what I see in in being thankful for my difficulties is that in my hardships and all the and my divorce and all the my family being out of living out of state and kind of being on my own for the first time I think ever in my life, really really by myself, not not married and alone, but actually alone. And in thoroughly enjoying it, by the way, I do. Sealness is, uh, it's been kind to me. Being alone, living alone has been kind to me as well. But I see this as an opportunity for personal growth. I see this is the first year that, well, last year was the first year my family was all out of state during the holidays. This year, like my whole family, like my parents and my two siblings and my brother-in-law, my nieces and nephews and whatnot. And this year is the first year in six years that I've been alone completely, right? My wife leaving me now, this is my first year without her. And there, there was a moment earlier this week that I was sad. I was genuinely sad and I let myself feel it. I was like, no, I gotta, I gotta embrace this moment and accept being sad, right? So, and specifically about being alone this year, not having a spouse, not having a a partner of any kind. And I accepted that. And it's very liberating for me to accept that because it's like, oh yeah, it's okay to feel this way. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to, to desire companionship and to be alone. And it's okay. Those things are okay. You're healing, you're working through these things. And, and that's how I saw that. You know, and another thing too is that difficulties, you know, present these, well, they're new challenges, right? And they separate what's important from what's not important. And what I've come to realize was, you know, someone who from, that has a, that's read a lot as it pertains to Christian theology, I realized that when life gets hard and when life gets difficult, that doesn't help. It really doesn't save me or provide me any respite or rest from my pain. But what does is people, friends, family, just a a really healthy, well, healthier church community. Like I have, you know, like I have a good group of people around me and that's what's important to me. And also to be vulnerable, to be open and to recognize those internal issues, those internal problems, those internal hurts, and to recognize them, acknowledge them, accept them and learn from them, figure out how I can navigate through that. And of course that's going to manifest in in many different ways. It's going to, it's going to be displayed in very different ways. So that's another thing I'm difficult, uh, difficult. That's another thing I'm thankful for within difficulties. And I've already talked about family out of state and making new friends. That's the last on my notes, but yes, thankful for the difficulties, the hardships, making new friends in your late thirties is hard as hell. So, and developing good friendship, lasting friendships is hard as hell, especially the older you get. 
you know, there's a lot of people in their twenties that struggle to do that. And I wasn't one of them, but in my getting married and most of my friends getting married and having kids, very difficult, but you know what? That makes me appreciate and be thankful even more for the friends that I do have. So my heart was to keep this thing short and it's still stinking 24 minutes. My God. Anyways. So here we go. Thanksgiving. Let's be thankful. Let's appreciate what we have, what's been given by divine providence, if you believe that or not, or by the universe, if you believe that, whatever it may be. Let's be thankful. Let's have gratitude. Let's appreciate. Let's tell people we love them. Let's tell people we're thankful for them. Let's show some kindness. Let's do some acts of of kindness and compassion toward others. And let's empathize with people. And yeah, let's, let's tell ourselves, be thankful because you have so much to live for. And I think that's more so than the history, the complexity of the history of Thanksgiving. I think the principle of being thankful is something that we need to continue to cherish and to utilize and to live out every day, every day, not just Thanksgiving, but every day. So once again, happy Thanksgiving, and I'll catch you on the next episode.